0: Hello there, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching today, talking about identity and just how important that is in the body of Christ to know who we are in Christ. Remember, we're no longer in Adam's sinners. We're in Christ, children of God. And of course, identity is important because if we don't know who we are in Christ, we are going to live a lifestyle of sin. The Apostle Paul writes his first letter to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11. He says, "For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ." Already laid is in the past tense. This means it's already been done. So, at the moment of our conversion, folks. The Holy Spirit has united the body of Christ into Christ, making us alive. We go from spiritual death to spiritual life in Christ. Now that very life is our foundation to Christianity. Remember, um, Jesus actually spoke to uh, a Pharisee, and uh, this was a uh, teacher of the law. Uh, this was Nicodemus. And Nicodemus in John chapter 3, verse 3, Jesus replied, what I'm about to tell you is true. No one can see God's kingdom without being born again. So, of course, Jesus is talking to Nicodemus about being born again. And then Nicodemus in John chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, Jesus answered uh, after, you know, Nicodemus responded, Well, how do I get born again after I've already been born of my mother's womb? How do I go back into my mother's womb and come back out? you know he he's thinking of course carnal, he's carnal minded, probably carnal uh, in his living, carnal is just living independent, uh, living from his own strength, and so of course he's Jesus is speaking spiritually here, and so of course, Nicodemus is in the physical realm, and he's thinking physical, but Jesus responded and replied this, Jesus answered him and says, "What am I about to tell you is true." He says, no one can enter God's kingdom without being born again through water and of the Holy Spirit. Verse 6, people give birth to people, but the Spirit gives birth to spirit. You see? And so what he's saying here is, um, you cannot enter Nicodemus into the kingdom of God unless you're born again. Well, what is the kingdom of God? It's Christ. Remember, the new covenant is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so to be placed in the kingdom of God is just to be born again, is to go from unbelief to belief. Now, if you're in Christ, guess where you are? You and I are in the kingdom of God, and the kingdom of God is within us. Remember, Jesus spoke to an unbeliever, and he says, this uh, unbeliever was saying, Jesus, where is the kingdom of God? And Jesus replied, well, it's not going to be over there. It's not going to be over there, but the kingdom of God is within you. That's right. He spoke to an unbeliever and said the kingdom of God was within you. But he did not say that he was in the kingdom of God, you see, because of course he was speaking to a rich man. A rich man to Jesus is in the context there is a self-sufficient person that's very strong-willed, very self-sufficient, very self-righteous. And uh, so they're able to go on their own. Jesus later said, uh, he's kind of comical, he said, you know, it's easier for a camel to go through the eyes of a needle than it is for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. In other words, he's saying there are some people so self-sufficient that they have no need for God. They have no need for Christ. And that's the way we all were before Christ, weren't we? So remember, identity is so important in the body of Christ. It's important to know who we are. Now I am who God says I am. That is so important to know that we are who God says we are. You know, we get 2 Corinthians 5:17, who anybody in Christ is a new creature. Old things have passed away, behold all things become new see, so anyone in Christ is not becoming another good one is in Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's masterpiece created in Christ Jesus to do good works which were prepared for us in advance to do so remember we are God's masterpiece created in Christ Jesus, not becoming some people will say, well no, we're becoming a work of art or a workmanship you know, God's Forming us and making us into these perfect uh, masterpieces. No. At the moment of conversion, the Apostle Paul is saying, We are. Ephesians 2.10. Read that again. For we are God's masterpiece created in Christ Jesus. Now, my mind has to line up with God the Father as his masterpiece. And when I line up with what he says, I'm going to be more interested in what he has to say about me than what others might say or what I might even think about myself. Remember, I am not what I do. We might be construction workers or doctors or nurses. You know, That's what we do. That's not who I am. Remember, we're not our shortcomings, you know. If, if you're an alcoholic, you, you drink a little bit too much, you might say, well, I guess I'm an alcoholic because I drink a lot. No, that's your shortcomings. That's your weaknesses. But that's not your identity, you see. Oh, and then you might say, well, okay, I know who I am. I'm, I'm a Baptist. I'm a Pentecostal. I'm a Presbyterian. Or I'm a Seventh-day Adventist. No, we're not a religious preference. Who am I in God's sight? You know, John 1.12 tells us, To all who received Him, to them who believed in His name, Jesus Christ, God gives us the right to be called children of God. First John 3, 1 John 3.1 says, See how much our Father loves us, for He calls us His children. And that's what we are. But the people of this world don't recognize that we are God's children because they don't know Him. Now, <clears throat> Paul writes his second letter to the Corinthians. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, he's going to say, Anyone in Christ is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Okay, It's important to know what are the old things that passed away. Well, Jesus went to a cross to die for us to remove all of our sins. Every single one of them. In fact, Ephesians, when Paul writes his letter to the church in Christ at Ephesus in chapter 1, verses 7 and 8, he says, God is so rich in kindness that He purchased our freedom through the blood of His Son and our sins are forgiven. He has showered His kindness on us along with all wisdom and understanding. I want you to underline in Ephesians 1, verses 7, there, our sins are forgiven. That's important to understand that identity is also forgiveness of sins. Yes, we are forgiven people. When Jesus died on a cross, his last words were, it is Finished. In other words, the payment was paid in full. All the world's sins, past, present, and future sins were paid for. So as children of God, we have freedom. In 2 Corinthians 5.19, God was in Christ reconciling the whole world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. No longer counting people's sins against them. So identity starts with forgiveness. So we're going to talk about that. We have been set free because of what Christ has done. Through his blood our sins have been forgiven. Ephesians 1.7 We have been set free because God's grace is so rich. I just wanted to read that again because that was so important uh, to see that. It was because of the blood of Jesus our sins. Or forgiven, so forgiveness is part of our identity, folks. Let's take a look at Acts chapter 10, verse 43. He is the one all the prophets testified about, saying that everyone who believes in him will have their sins forgiven through his name. Now, what is the unpardonable sin? Remember what Jesus said. He said, "The world's unpardonable sin is that it refuses to believe in me." Okay? So first John one nine is not for believers. There's just too much evidence that backs up this forgiveness issue that is part of our identity. When Jesus went to that cross, he took away all of our sins. We are forgiven people. The author of Hebrews chapter ten, verse seventeen and eighteen says, Then he adds, I will not remember their sins anymore. I will not remember the evil things they have done. Where those have been forgiven, there is no longer any offering for sin. John one twenty nine. John says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. David, Psalms 103.12 As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our sins from us. From Adam to eternity, we are forgiven people.